From Arcadia, California, The Carter Report presents the living word around the world. Hello, I'm Dave Dino, and this is The Carter Report with pastor and evangelist John Carter. And this is where we talk about the issues that are involved in the Christian life. Today, we're going to talk about Darwinism and evolution. And we're going to talk about an age of meaningless. We'll talk about it in just a moment. I wish you would come with me to a land of more than a billion souls. All in need of hearing the gospel of Christ. Did you know this, my friend? It is the duty of the Christian to take the gospel of Christ to a lost world. And the lost world I'm talking about right now is India, land of millions and millions of pagan gods, but more than a billion lost souls. India cries out for God. We are now back on India TV. We're broadcasting on prime time in India. We need your prayers. We need your support. Is it easy in India? No. It's the hardest place we have ever worked. Harder than Russia? Harder than Russia. Harder than America? Harder than America. Harder than Australia? Harder than Australia. Because it is a land that's given over almost totally to demonism. Now, I can tell you about those demons. I can tell you about the false gods. But what I want to tell you today is about the true God and the true God who told us, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. We're back in India. Yes, we're back in India. And by the grace of God, we're back in India to stay. We want you to come with us. We want you to pray for India. We want you to give for India and do it today. Please write to me. John Carter, Post Office Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California. Write to me at Terrigal in Australia. Email me, contact me and say, yes, I'm going to stand with you in the preaching of the gospel to the lost souls of India. Thank you in Jesus' name and God bless you. Welcome to the Carter Report. Today our topic is Darwinism and the Death of Hope. And some of the topics that we're talking about before I talk with John, I want you to know that many of these topics are now contained in a brand new magazine that we have called Ebenezer. And I'm talking about it at the very beginning of our time together today because I want you to have an opportunity to see this magazine. It's absolutely fascinating and it's yours free. It looks like this, and all you have to do to get this is go to our website, www.carterreport.org. Again, that's carterreport.org, and we'll be very happy to send you a free copy of this. John, it is so good to be with you. It's always good, good to, to see be with you. you. We're talking about a subject today that I think is right smack dab in the very middle of our lives. And when I say that, mm -hmm. I don't mean just sort of out there in society. In the middle of our lives, in many of our families today, we're talking about not just Darwinism, but we're talking more importantly about the death of hope. Why is it called that? What kind of times are we living in today? Dave, about 150 years ago, a brilliant Englishman by the name of Charles Darwin 
brought to the world the theory of evolution. When he started this theory out, Darwin sort of was a semi-believer in God. In fact, he'd been studying to become a clergyman. But as time went by, as he explored nature, he became a person who believed just in the forces of nature. And he gave up belief in a personal God. And, ultimate, and, and, and his great champion today is, is uh, Professor Richard Dawkins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Today there is a great new religion in the world, Dave. It is the religion of neo-Darwinism, mm-hmm. which is the death of God, that God does not exist. Dawkins is the great high priest of this so-called new church. And it is based upon the idea that man is, now wait till you get this, man is the product of time plus matter plus chance. That everything that exists in the world is the product of chance. This is taught in every, every secular university in the world. And this new religion is pushed down into the open minds of young people and they come out of these universities with their faith totally shattered. Because Darwinism, when it is followed through to its logical conclusion, gets rid of the God who made the universe. I was playing golf the other day and was paired up with a young man. Hmm. And when he found out what I do, Hmm. he wanted to talk about it a little bit. Hmm. He was not a believer. Hmm. And he said, you know... People my age, and I'll never forget this, he said, people my age, we believe that religion really doesn't have anything for us. Totally irrelevant. Yeah, doesn't Mm. have any meaning in our life. Mm. In fact, we're repulsed, his words, by the dogma of religion. That was his total view of religion. That was as far as he would even think about it. They will tell you this. He may be in this category. I don't know. They will tell you, you can believe in nothing today. You, mm. you, you can believe in nothing except in neo-Darwinism. You can believe in this. You can believe in neo-Darwinism, which teaches us that we came from nothing. Richard Dawkins, the high priest of this new cult, this, uh, what could I say, a fundamentalistic cult, he teaches that the human race came from nothing. He knows that there was a great big bang that happened 13.82 billion years ago. Mm-hmm. That's what astronomers tell us. But, and when he's asked, when he's pressed, who made the big bang? He said nothing. So everything, everything we see came from nothing. People are very interested in nothing. But this has destroyed the purpose for living. And this is one of the main reasons why we have so many suicides in the world today. Suicide has become the badge of our despair. We see it in the news. Uh, It becomes so unfortunate because uh, so many in Hollywood have resorted to to this area, to suicide. Now, Dave, depression is often caused by a chemical imbalance. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about this, but we're talking about the depression that says there is no life after death. It's meaninglessness. Yes. Richard Dawkins says, as the ship sinks, goes down into oblivion, 
the best thing you can do is to stand on the deck and salute. <laughs> oh mm, that's Richard Dawkins. And this cult is one of the fastest growing religions in the world today. It is a religion. And if, it is a cult. If life is meaningless, mm. what hope is there? What is the purpose of life? Uh, let, me, let me read you something. This is, this is interesting. This is amazing. This is from Alan Haywood mm -hmm. in his book, In Creation and Evolution. Over the past 25 years, scientists have discovered an exquisite world of nanotechnology within living cells. Mm. Inside the labyrinthine, that's mm -hmm. nice, isn't it? Labyrinthine mm -hmm. enclosures, scientists have found functioning turbines, miniature pumps, sliding mm. clamps, complex circuits, rotary <laughs> engines, and machines for copying, reading, and editing digital information. Hardly simple globules of plasma envisaged by Darwin's contemporaries. Now, there's a choice. You can say all of this that I've just mentioned to you is the product of nothing. Chance at mm -hmm. best. Yes, chance, but it came from nothing. You can say mm -hmm. this came from nothing or it came from the hand of a creator God. Now, the evidence is coming in today that is showing that neo-Darwinism, the Darwinian hypothesis, is fraudulent through and through, and we have evidence to show it is not based upon fact. But the religious overtones now are so strong that people are dismissing the facts and they're holding on to their religion of no God, Dave. It's another religion, it's another cult, and it destroys men and women. But this kind of information is not distributed out to the public. No, it's What not. you have just read to me today mm -hmm. is a revelation to me. I've never seen this in print. I've never seen this on the evening news. No, you won't see this. Why not? I think, Dave, this is, I don't think this is controversial, what I'm going to say. I think people basically know it. We are all victims of a great brainwashing. And many of the people who run the evening news are the disciples of the doctrine that there is no God. Mm -hmm. God is not popular on the evening news, no. is he? No. Uh, we live in America in an increasingly hostile environment to Christianity and to the Bible. Mm -hmm. But I want you to know today, many scientists believe that Darwinism it's on the rocks, and in coming years, it'll be shown to everybody to be the great fraudulent system that it is. You have given me uh, a quote from Patrick Glenn. I wonder mm -hmm. if you might share that in light of what you're saying. Yes, yes. He's the assistant director of George Washington University, Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. He was a complete atheist. No God. Complete Darwinian atheist. He said this, the past two decades have overturned nearly all the important assumptions and predictions of an earlier generation of modern secular and theistic thinkers relating to the issue of God. Modern thinkers assume that science would reveal the universe to be ever more random and mechanical. Instead, it has discovered new layers of 
intricate order that bespeak an almost unimaginably vast master design. Now, Dave, and I want to say this to the young people who are listening. Don't be taken in and don't be brainwashed. Stop being brainwashed. Start to think for yourself and realise that some of the greatest scientists in the world today are saying that the Darwinian theory is absolutely riddled with inconsistencies and falsehoods. It is a great deception. When we talk with young people, like the one that I described, and we challenge them, as you Mm. have been challenging us, to not accept simply what they're told, Mm. but to look into it themselves, so many times they're hesitant to do that. They will not put in the work. Why won't they? This new religion, and and, and I hate hate it to be called a religion. Uh, Richard Dawkins doesn't like us to call him a high priest. Um, It is because it is a religion that does away with personal accountability to God. Mm -hmm. There's no God and there's no judgment. Mm -hmm. And man is the master and the maker of all things. Why do we want to escape accountability? We want to escape accountability, Dave, and this is getting to the very heart of the matter because of the doctrine of original sin, because we are born in a state of sin and man is born naturally alienated to God. And uh, when Darwin started to preach his idea of, of evolution 150 years ago, many scientists said to him, it's not true. You'll never prove it. And it hasn't been proved to this day. Mm -hmm. We can talk about this also Mm -hmm. when we talk about the the lack of transitional life forms. But it appealed to so many of the elite in England because it got rid of oppressive religion. Mm. Now they said, we don't like religion and we don't like preachers telling us what we ought to do. We don't like the Bible and we don't like the thought of a God who is calling us to account. If we do not have accountability, then we don't have guilt. That's right. And we don't have to behave the way Scripture says Mm -hmm. God wants us to behave. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk more about this. We're going to talk about the flaws in Darwinism. We're going to talk about something called the anthropic uh, principle. And I'm, I'm fascinated by this. We'll do this in just a moment. Don't go away. Did you ever have a sense of destiny? Did you ever feel that God has put his hand upon you for some tremendous task, that you've really got a purpose, that God has called you for such a time as this? I have that sense, that conviction today because God is opening up doors for us in Latin America. And in Latin America, my good friend, there's a revolution going on. It's not a revolution in the streets. It is a revolution in the hearts of men and women. That's why the Carter Report is going to go to El Salvador. We are renting an outdoor stadium with room for more than 60,000 souls. And we're planning a baptism in the 
on the Sabbath afternoon of more than 5,000 born-again souls in El Salvador, in Latin America, where there's a revolution going on, where the Holy Spirit is being poured out. Don't you want to be a part of this great purpose, this great task, this God-designed outreach to Latin America? Would you please write to me, John Carter, Post Office Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California. Tell me, I'm going to support you. Write to me in Australia. Tell me, I'm going to support the preaching of the gospel. Write to me today and support the preaching of the Word of God around the world. But right now, in Latin America, thank you and God bless you. Welcome back to The Carter Report with pastor and evangelist John Carter. I'm Dave Dino, and today we're talking about Darwinism, evolution, and the loss of meaning in our society. John, you have described, I think, very vividly what is going on in this generation and why so many don't even want to consider the truth of the Bible, uh, they don't want to consider that there is a God. They don't even want to investigate it themselves. Before we took our break, I mentioned something called the anthropic principle. This is fascinating. Tell us what it is. Dave, it comes from the Greek word anthropos. Adam means man. The anthropic principle says this, and this is scientific, this is true, that everything in the vast cosmos, in all of the universe, everything exists for the existence of human beings. Everything. Mm. The universe, now, do atheists believe this? Yes, they do. But they ignore the logical consequences of the anthropic principle. But the anthropic principle says that everything in the universe, everything that we can see and the things we can't see, are fine-tuned so that the human race can exist. Let me give you an example. Mm -hmm. Imagine, Dave, I've got here a little dime. Can you imagine it? Got it. Is it heavy? No, very light. Very small. Mm -hmm. It has tiny mass. Mm -hmm. What I'm going to say, a great scientist said to me some time back, and I said, does anybody else believe this? He said, everybody believes this. Everybody who knows science. If the universe were bigger or smaller by the mass of a dime, there could be no life on planet Earth. How so? Because it is so, the forces that hold the universe together are so finely tuned. We are sitting on the edge of a knife. Everything is so finely tuned so that life can exist. Let me give you another one. A milli, milli, millisecond after the point of creation, which mm -hmm. scientists call the Big Bang. Okay. There were four great forces that came into existence. They had not existed before. The strong nuclear force, I'm going by memory, the weak nuclear force, electromagnetism, I think, and gravity. Hmm. 
for these forces had not mm -hmm. existed before. Mm -hmm. And so, and time had not existed before then either. Time came into existence mm. at the point of creation. And so God is not in time, time is in God. Uh, so you've got four forces that come into existence. If those forces, Dave, had been out of sync, now this is scientific truth, mm -hmm. by one quadrillionth of 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 one percent, the universe would have either imploded or exploded and there would have been no galaxies and no planet Earth. What you're saying is that there is a divine balance uh, to all things. Overwhelming. Overwhelming. We're just, when you come down to our planet, we're just the right distance mm -hmm. from the sun, mm -hmm. just the right distance from the moon. Mm -hmm. and, and you could go on time after time. You can talk about gravity. I, I talk about, I have a lecture on gravity. You think of an old radio dial, and mm -hmm. it is a trillion miles across, Dave. Mm -hmm. A trillion miles, goes right across the universe. And it's calibrated in, not inches, but centimeters. Okay. And it is, we've got it lined up to zero. This is negative, this is positive. This controls gravity. If we turn it one centimeter to the right, the universe explodes. Mm. If we turn it one centimeter to the left, the universe implodes. It falls to pieces. It's a meter. Imagine a trillion miles across. And gravity is so fine-tuned. This is the anthropic principle, which is amazing evidence for the unbiased mind to believe in a great designer and a great creator. And if he exists, then life has got meaning. All of this flies in the face then of the theory of evolution. Absolutely. So Richard Dawkins and his colleagues, when you press them, they will tell you that they won't say it in these words, but I'll say these words for them. Mm -hmm. If you leave hydrogen gas alone by itself long enough, it will become people singing and dancing. <laughs> now, this is true. This is what atheism teaches. If you go back to the Big Bang and you say to Dawkins and other atheists, where did it come from? They will say, well, it came from nowhere. John, it takes more nowhere. faith. It takes more faith to believe in nothing mm -hmm. than to believe in the design. A amazing amount of faith Dawkins has and every atheist, any person, and that is why today a vast number of, uh, a large number of uh, astrophysicists and astronomers mm -hmm. have become theists because when they look at the amazing balance in the universe, when they study the anthropic principle, they are forced to say, this could not have happened by itself. We are not the product of time plus matter mm -hmm. plus chance. Let's go back to Darwinism then. Mm. What evidence would you give to show that Darwinism then is a deception and a delusion? Uh, Dave, let me read your statement also before I answer that one from Philip Adams, mm. a scientist, an atheist, evolutionist. We are as significant as the eighth billionth grain of sand beyond the final palm tree 
in the most distant oasis in the Sahara. That is very bleak. That is why we have suicides, many suicides at least, depression. Mm -hmm. That is why when the atheists took over Russia, you had vast numbers of people who were put to death. Somebody said God died in the 19th century and man died in the 20th. Mm. Now, to answer your question, number one, why I don't believe in Darwinianism at all. Number one, after, and, and great authorities say this, after 150 years, the vast number of required missing links is still missing. Now, I have written an article on this and I mm -hmm. would encourage our viewers to get the magazine. After 150 years, the vast number of required missing links is still missing. In his book, The Origin of Species, Darwin said, we haven't found them yet because we don't have time. <laughs> but in the, and, and that was a legitimate statement. Mm. But then the geological column has been explored for the last 150 years, mm -hmm. and they have discovered and catalogued 250 million specimens, and there are no transitional life forms. This is the science of, of Darwinism, and they are forced, and they look at the rocks and the specimens to say that they appear, the creatures, all the creatures appear suddenly in the fossil record. Uh, even Richard Dawkins says this almost sounds like creationism. <laughs> now, there's another reason. I can give you plenty of reasons. Darwin said this. He said, there's something that worries me and keeps me awake at night. He said, it is the human mind. If the human mind has evolved from the lowest creature in the swamp, it's come from nothing and has simply a product of time plus matter plus chance, said Darwin, then how can we trust its processes? We have just a moment left. You believe in a personal creator. Yes, I do. Why? Very, very briefly, why? I believe in a personal creator because of scripture that presents a person by the name of Jesus mm -hmm. who makes meaning to the madness of the world today. I believe scripture can be shown true because of amazing prophecies. And I believe that scientific evidence today is pointing to a great designer. Mm -hmm. I believe in a personal God because not of blind faith, but because of overwhelming evidence. And I would say to young people, Dave, and everybody watching, Start to believe in God because he believes in you. And when you believe in God, then you will discover that life can be very sweet and there's meaning. And at the end of the road, there's a heaven, a bright shining light and an endless life. That is the end of our time together, but it could be the very beginning of a new life for someone we watching so. with us today. Mm -hmm. What we've talked about today, you can read more about in our magazine, Ebenezer. Log on to our website, www.carterreport.org. We'll be happy to send you a free copy of Ebenezer magazine. To write to us, and we'd love to have you write to us, 
You can send your letter to the Carter Report at P.O. Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California, 91358. Outside the U.S., P.O. Box 861, Terrigal, NSW, 2260, Australia. Email us at info at carterreport.org and take a look at our website at carterreport.org. I'm Dave Dino with John Carter. Thank you for watching.